All right, let's do the dang thing. <coughs> yeah, I feel like it's your job to start it. <coughs> you done coughing, bud? You done coughing? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of the top 100 grossing domestic box office 1999 domestic movie podcast. Uh, Ryan, you put in some weird energy to the call just before we started about having a qualm <laughs> with me. I'd like to address that in the eyes of yeah, God, in the eyes of, of Tino. Yeah, I had some qualms. You came in before we started, and you were real nonchalant, saying you wanted to play video games at the same time while we were talking about I... our podcast, our movie. And uh, I'd just like to reread <laughs> some messages that you may have, <laughs> <laughs> if I can pull them up here. Um, wow. At Tino, Ryan and I are full cock to record the podcast <laughs> about election. Hard as rocks, the two of us. Um and quote, what's the deal, man? You come in with this uh, full stick to it attitude, you know, let's get shit done, and now you're uh, you're at least half beans, man. Yeah, I, th- I, I would say a third beans. I I think I think that you two, maybe we have a difference in focus level once we're full cocked, but like I can be distracted while I'm full cocked. Like it's not a it's not like. Once it's up, I'm in it. It's like, I'm just, I can be in it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense Speaking to you? Speaking of being in it, do you guys want to talk about this movie? Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this movie. The movie this week is Election from 1999. It stars Matthew Broderick uh, and Reese Witherspoon and uh, the vice president senator guy from Veep. You know who I'm talking about as the principal? Remember his yeah, name? Uh, Remember that guy? Yeah, I don't yeah, watch no. that show. I'm sorry. Neither do I. All right. Well, um, <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's talk about Veep, man. <laughs> let's we talk, can talk about, about, Veep. about Veep. I'm sorry. Is this a show about 20, two th- early 2000s, late 2000s TV shows, or is this about the 1999 Top 100 Most gro- Grossing Box That was a box crazy office? range of years that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, Veep ran for 23 seasons. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the show. Um, well, we're going to start this week, as we always do, with getting a, a synopsis of the movie from, from Ryan Edelstein. And I, I want to let the let the listeners in on what I'm seeing, name. which is, Don't say my which is name. Ryan's Yeah, you really just doxed him, man. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Beep, who lives it Beep. And his social security number is five four four. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. <laughs> um, but I, w- I wanted to let people know that uh, this this week Ryan took notes. I'm looking at the notes now. Uh, they look like they caught up to the first 15 minutes of this two hour movie. Um, so I'm really excited to hear it. So so let, tell tell me about the movie, Ryan. All right. Fade in. (laughs) Witherspoon, sitting in the hallway, setting up her table. Normal, as usual. You see Broderick enter. He goes into the teacher's lounge. He opens up a bag, mysteriously. And he also opens up the fridge. Really shitty. 
the janitor walks by. Had a lot to say about the janitor, actually. We can come back to that. Um, I can't believe you, you skipped also... your joke about without her spoon. <laughs> I'm going to get to the notes. I'm going to get the notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, I got to start over now. All right. You don't. You, so, uh, you're you three bullets in. <laughs> go, go through, man. We also find out. Well, okay. Let me just preface this all by saying that. You did it. A, I don't remember writing most of these notes. And B, I don't remember when we find out that they're in Omaha fucking Nebraska. But they're in Omaha fucking Nebraska. It's pretty unimportant, I think, honestly. <laughs> One of It really sets the the tone of the whole film <laughs> anyways so the whole movie is about this girl reese witherspoon uh i forgot her name it's like tracy flick um yeah i think that was actually exactly correct that was it, that was it on the t yeah yeah tracy flick then she bangs a teacher really unimportant to the whole plot but what? uh you know but the fact that it's in, so the fact that it opens with a statutory rape is not important to the plot but the location of the midwest metropolis of omaha nebraska <laughs> warrants a solid three minutes in the w recap yes <laughs> okay great so, so we, anyways i okay yeah so let's let's dive let, right let's in let's start I mean, over the movie does. no 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 i've done no synopsis whatsoever i <laughs> i've said like five things that all make no sense I let's let's read let's ryan <laughs> If you don't stop fucking doubting yourself, I have to edit this goddamn podcast. Every time you say, oh, let's go back and do it again. Oh, let's go back and do it again. That is my job. Okay. Can we just, can we just go through? Can we just run train on this movie? Please. All right. So it opens up with a spoon, without okay, a spoon. Okay, we're not, we're... <laughs> we're not starting over Let's i think i think it. i think your synopsis got us to the to the first talking point of this movie uh absolutely which, tino it sounds like you've got some got some thoughts on it you know i have a lot of questions i'll tell you that much sparky mm -hmm. you know this started this movie started and i was like oh okay so i guess this is gonna be a movie about this this girl who's like evil and is like taking down teachers one by one by having sex with them that mm. is what the first 10 15 minutes of this movie sets you up to believe and it and it 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 it, it, it goes it goes basically nowhere it's i guess just to sort of expand on the character right yeah, I mean, it was 1999, as, and as we'll see uh, running up the list, uh, just a little bit of underage sex is, uh, is just enough flavor to be edgy, uh, but you don't really have to take it that seriously. I think that's sort of the theme of 1999, re-high schoolers. Sorry, I'm I'm eating ice cream. All right. Why are you eating ice cream? Why did you think that was? I'm a... back. <laughs> put the ice cream in the fridge. No, the Let's ice cream. Let's put that one on ice. The Let's ice put cream the ice is... cream on ice. All right. <laughs> the ice cream is staying on my desk, and I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to what Sparky said now. That's okay. Sure. Um. Yeah. No, I get that. They want it to be a little edgy, right? Mm. Fun teen movie. Maybe not teen, 
<laughs> fun little movie for young adults. It's like American Pie or something, right? Starring the same guy from American Pie. Well, starring the guy from Ferris Bueller, but very close. <laughs> <laughs> and so my question is, if you're going to make this this weird young adult comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And we're bounce, I'd say we're already starting to bounce around a little bit. But if you're making this weird young adult comedy, why are you making the protagonist the fucking like student advisor? <laughs> like yeah. the 40-year-old man. He's a history teacher. I see. And I didn't he, even know. What? She even makes fun of him. She's like, I can't believe I feel so bad for this guy. He's. Just, it's in the first monologues when they're narrating. You know, they cut... Uh, between Reese Witherspoon narrating and uh, Matthew Broderick narrating. It's like, right. I feel so bad for him. He's doing the same thing day after day with no ambition, teaching these kids the same thing for hours and hours. And then he, he cuts to him going, I feel so bad for her. She's just, she she has so many dreams that she's never going to achieve. And uh, she, she wants to be president, but she's a fucking bitch. And then, uh, you know... <laughs> That's how we. That's how we enter the movie, you know. That was all really interesting, but uh, Ryan's thing made me th- think about what American Pie would be like if Matthew Broderick was cast as Eugene Levy's character, and I think I'd just like to dwell on that thought for a little bit. Um, who the fuck is American Pie? I've never seen it. Really? I don't know. All I know about the movie, I'll tell you what I know. Because it's in the title. <laughs> he does fuck the a pie, yeah. The guy fucks a pie, The guy yeah, fucks a pie. He does. <laughs> I want to limit the amount of America. I thought we had all seen it, so I just thought that was a very funny visual. Um, but Just for, for a comment on that, the dude, the goody two-shoes bro who ends up fucking his, her, his lesbian sister's friend um, is one of the main protagonists in American Pie. Right. Gotcha. Again, I, I want really to limit the American Pie. Too. I want to limit the American Pie discussion yeah, because actually I'm thinking why don't we go back to American Pie? I'm kind of liking this train we're going down. Guess what? If fucking year cool. American Pie came out, baby. 2000. 1999. It's like 12th wow. on the list. Reese Witherspoon's character, the overachiever, uh, has an affair with this other teacher, um and I wanted to I wanted to point out uh, that their first meeting, uh, their escalation occurred in a Godfather's pizza, um, which really begs the question: Was Herman Cain responsible for abetting this uh, this crime? Uh, of course not. Gotcha. Oh, you got you thought, me. Yeah. You yeah. got <laughs> me. Damn. Yeah. You thought I was going down one way, but Damn. I actually sort of did a Shit. I did a turn. There was a fork in the road, <laughs> and I took the path less traveled. Mm-hmm. I think Herman Cain's innocent. I don't even think he killed his wife. <laughs> anyway, that was my um, was my good was my good uh, Herman Cain joke. All right, so if we're just talk, if we're just sort of going off of any sort of political event we want to now, that's an election movie. That also, is true, yeah. we haven't even we haven't even gotten to the fact that this movie is about an election. Can we actually keep going with Ryan's thing? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, bring us up to speed. 
All right, so we've introduced the characters. No, we've got Reese Witherspoon. Okay. We've got... <laughs> You've introduced two of the ensemble. <laughs> I'm going through the list, okay? We've got Reese Witherspoon as Tracy Flick. We've got Matthew Broderick as Jim McAllister. We've got Chris Klein, the goody, t- Chris Klein, the goody two-shoes Oy. brother of Oy. the lesbian sister, uh, Paul Metzler. Uh, Jessica Campbell, the lesbian sister, Tammy Metzler. They don't. They don't credit. Oh, they do credit Lisa, the 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 fling that uh, Linda. Oh wait, no, that Tammy has. But uh, we'll get to that. That was not a fling for her. But we will get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's the sitch. All right. Reese Witherspoon, super high overachiever. We hear them go back and forth via narration. Uh, between Reese Witherspoon, Tracy Flick, and Jim McAllister. Um, she wants to be student class president. So that sets the scene. She's getting signatures. First scene in the whole movie, she's getting signatures to apply to... to I, I guess it's like the primary to get to get into the, uh, to the race, you know, the running. So she gets it. But plot twist. Um, some shit happens. Don't really remember how we get to everyone else running for president. Oh, okay. oh I remember. Okay. okay, so let's try to so so now that we let's try to bridge that gap, shall we? Yeah, yeah. First of all, notable scene when she this this Tracy Flick when she comes out of the school and she's giving the more like Tracy to, Prick. Okay, hey, watch it. We're doing synopsis time with Ryan you know, and Tino Sparky. Hey Sparks, um, hey Sparks, bud. <laughs> That's a child that you're talking about, okay? Little yeah. high schooler. And you're bullying her now. So Yeah, you're 22. How about you think about that? Unreal. Unreal. But I would like to bully her a little more <laughs> by pointing out the fact that she was acting pretty fucking weird when she gave those signatures to Matthew Broderick. What was up with that? Did you guys notice that? Or, oh, yeah. She just, like, shoved it down his throat into his car. You know what I mean? Then, do you remember, like, like... Okay, do you remember she was like, I just really want all of the work to be harmonious and productive. Isn't that what you want? We should she point was like out putting that her hand. this was Reese Witherspoon played by Marilyn Monroe, which is why yeah. Tino's perfect, uh, perfect impression sounded like that. Dude, that's exactly what she sounded like in the film. It is it's well, true. This is after... Is this before or after we found out that she fucked the teacher? This is after. after. Cuz that's is, the first yeah, thing we so learned, Ryan. The first, they really set it, it up. <laughs> is the first the first most jarring thing that we learn. So this they is really what really set I'm, it up like she was going to bang Broderick. Exactly. That is what I'm saying. And I feel like maybe that's what they that's what the idea was. And mm. the writer just sort of lost the lost <laughs> the path, you know what I mean? He just like had no idea how to finish. No, because, see, that would have been predictable, and I predicted Broderick was going to spoon Reese, but uh, it didn't happen. did not happen. <laughs> I, I love, I would love to see how many spoon jokes you're going to get in <laughs> in this one podcast. <coughs> so many. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Reese is, she's, a, she's, a, she's an interesting one. There's also her whole monologue in the beginning is really pretty funny honestly because like but there's that one line that sticks out where she goes she goes um it's something like i never had a good relationship with my father so you might think this is some some kind of psychological thing but it couldn't be any further from that 
he's just so strong and I love the way he protects me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. That's really <laughs> like, good. That's, that's, that's who we're working with. That's the character we're working with. It's the character. And so I guess. It's the character that Matthew Broderick's character didn't want to work with. So he puts up uh, Hollywood sweetheart, Paul Metzler, uh, former quarterback and all around chill dude. And, um, you know, super discount, nice guy, discount you know? Keanu Reeves. Um, yeah. But yeah? It's also sort of like, sort of like premium Keanu Reeves. Like, yeah. like, He's a, he's a bit beefier, you know? He's got more meat on him mm. than Keanu does. Mm. Mm. Keanu had to have a dog die yeah, to get him That's ripped. why he gets typecast as the football player, man. Who has Sorry, broken his way... leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has yeah. broken his leg, and Broderick puts him up as a challenger to the previously uncontested uh, Tracy Flick to attempt to prevent... Uh, you know, Tracy Flick from having her dreams come true. I don't think that she's the bad guy. I'm going to be honest. I think she's just a, 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 a modern woman who has to strive to get what she wants. And, uh, and this whole movie is just sort of how, uh, how the patriarchy keeps women down. Yeah, but it was also 1999. Oh, okay. yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I actually went back and forth trying to decide whether this movie was super woke or super unwoke. I couldn't tell. Which brings <laughs> us to broke. this episode's uh, <laughs> edition of Woke or Broke? Is it woke? Is it woke? Is it woke? Nice. I mean, maybe. Um, let's run down the. Let's. Here. Maybe one of us takes a stance. And one and the other one takes the other stance. And then this we have a moderator. This movie is woke, or this movie is not okay. woke. Do yeah, you want to flip a, a coin, or yeah, let me flip a coin. I'll be the moderator because I'm taking a centrist yeah, point of view on I this think, one. I think That's we, fair. We probably all right. If it's, I'm gonna flip this coin. If it's heads, I'll be woke. If it's uh, tails, uh, Tina will defend wokeness. Oh fuck! It's heads. This movie is so, very woke. This is yeah, a very woke fucking movie. right. I don't think so, Sparky. Hey, I hey, fucking hey. hate this Stay fucking movie. Stay in your lane, pal. Stay okay, in sorry, your lane. Sorry, 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 sorry. But can you let me know when it's my turn to talk? Because I do have a lot <laughs> of passion. Sparky. Thank you. Let's hear Sparky's. Uh, well, I, 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 I think that I, I think that I summed it up pretty well. Uh, uh, Tracy Flick is a is a uh, proud and and striving woman. Uh, very, very successful so far. Very involved. Uh, is is trying to trying to reach the heights of government. Break the break the glass ceiling. And uh, and I think this movie does a really good job of illustrating how how bitter, embattled men will uh, do everything in their power to prevent to prevent women from thriving. Um, I think that uh, I think that seeing her. As a threat, as a threat to the to the order of the world, uh, makes the makes Broderick very nervous. Uh, all, right, all right, Mr. Shelton, you get a you get a minute on the floor. Uh, I think your time's up. Okay, uh, let's let's hand the floor over to <laughs> over to Constantine. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So you say woke, I say no, thank you. If this movie's so woke, Sparky, tell me this. Why does it start with that whole sequence that we've discussed, first of all? And that guy, let me let me tell you, that guy, that guy who does the bad who does the bad bad to the girl, 
you wanna, please elaborate? You want, I don't think I have to, and I only have a minute, so don't cut me off again. But my point is that guy doesn't go to jail. He gets a job, okay, at a store, and he's fine. Matthew Broderick is an asshole, ruins this poor lady's life. And he gets to go to New York and be fine. And he starts as a museum tour guide. No retribution at all. You call that woke? I call this a Harvey Weinstein origin story, Sparky. I call this Joker from the 90s. I'd like to rebut, if, if I might, Mr. Um, Mr. Edelstein. Yeah, please continue. It is not the job of the movies to show us how things should be. It's the job of the movies to show things how they are. Would it be more woke to show th- these awful men getting what they deserve and papering over the cruel reality that women have to see their accusers do great things? Not their accusers. Uh, dub that in. Dub that in. They're, uh, they're attackers. They're abusers. Uh, uh, you know have a successful career in New York City or uh, or do you want to just keep living in your fantasy world where where everything happens for a reason Tino I don't know I think maybe maybe you would see that it was woke if you stopped living in dream world that was the mic dropping I believe I get one more response and then you get to decide the winner yes Mr. go ahead okay Let me ask you something, Spark. (laughs) Mr. Shelton. Uh, If that is even your real name, judging by the things you've said today, I can't trust a fucking word out of your goddamn mouth. Okay? Let me ask you this. When you were younger, what'd you watch? What did you watch, huh? A lot of porn. PBS NewsHour. PBS NewsHour. Yeah. I thought it would be something like like that. I thought it would be. Let me tell you something, okay? If I'm trying to pick what I want my kids to watch, I'm going to pick the one that teaches them the right ending. Okay? You got that? I don't want them to be watching Dora, and then Dora says, Oh, let's go steal a car! That's not what I put on Dora for. I put on Dora so they know what colors are. Okay? All right, that's time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Uh, yeah, so um, I think we know the clear winner here. Mm-hmm. Um, we sure do. Given their points, the, you know, they, they had some, some real points here and there, mm. some fake points here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh. But one thing stood out stood out the most to me. One could say it was a colorful response. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think we know who that was. It was uh, Mr. Constantine Mitchell. God damn it! God damn it! Thank you very much. This is no, bullshit! Now that this whole competition's over, fucking gotcha. I think that shit's woke as fuck. That would be so fucking woke. You guys are idiots, bro. Yeah. All right. All right. Where we leave off in the plot, though? Um, uh, we had uh, we just gotten to introducing Chris Klein, aka uh, Paul Metzler. Yeah, let's right. um, let's the, just set I'm up. I'm gonna take over. Can I take over the synopsis? Because yeah, Ryan's go just ahead. falling flat, man. Okay, go so ahead. hey man, fuck Paul, you. Okay, well, back <laughs> off. So Matthew Broderick 
gets Paul to do the election because he, honestly, this is how I interpreted it based on, because we had just seen this scene where Tammy, not Tammy, where Tracy, Tracy, where she comes out to the car and she gives him the signatures. And he is clearly getting, I think when she's sort of being weird at the car, he's getting a little worried that he's like, oh man, I kind of want to fuck this girl. And then there's that scene where he's having sex with his wife and he does think about that Tracy is, when they're having sex. Oh yeah. That is true. So I am pretty sure that he did not do it to crush her dreams. He did it because he was scared that if they had to talk and do stuff together all the time, like she was talking about, they would sleep together. That is what I think it was for. <laughs> Ryan, why are you laughing so much? Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's muted his microphone, but I can see that he is dying. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> what? I uh, <clears throat> politely raised my hand in the Zoom meeting to interject. <laughs> and I was wondering what you guys saw. I didn't see <laughs> it at all. <laughs> Damn it. Actually, I see it now, though. It's a little icon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so... Wait, wait, that was it? You were laughing so hard because you used the feature of this web of this web browser? I think it was a polite thing to do. Okay. <laughs> but you didn't actually have a point. Oh, I do have a point. Oh. I would just like... It was a minor note, minor note, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. Um, I will say that Constantine did watch this movie like 10 minutes before true recording yeah, yeah i'm i'm very I, fresh I, I watched this last week <laughs> <laughs> um so uh if you know some differences notice some differences in our abilities to summarize the plots of plot of this movie well i think we should keep that we mind. should get up to the titular uh election he puts yeah and he, can i please I, oh. I think i was on a roll yeah and you Guess earned you it may. since you won is it woke thank you very much okay so he puts he puts this idiot, this fucking dumbass Paul Metzler, he sticks him right in the election because he's, you know, a popular dude at school. He knows he's going to win if he puts him in, puts this guy in. This dude's sister, Tammy Metzler, right? Mm, that's her name. That's right. She, she's gay, man. She's <laughs> gay as fuck, bro. <laughs> it's true. And she's she's got this girlfriend and she's in love with this girl. Mm. But Lisa this girl lisa but lisa she's getting cold feets let me tell you she is starting to feel like maybe if people find out about this whole gay thing it's not gonna be good for me lisa and so she breaks up with tammy mm. starts dating paul rough Ooh. pretty rough right so tammy gets it in her head wait that she started gotta... dating paul rust no it was paul metzler i was saying oh. it was rough oh that she i was thought, dating paul i thought you, you were talking about legendary uh character actor paul rust yeah no actually who i was talking about was paul rudd mm. he comes in in the movie plays himself does he he doesn't no he does not point is like, who the fuck is paul rust <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping we could smooth right over it with my rudd joke <laughs> No, <laughs> sorry, man. Rust is a uh, you know, rust is a hard hard thing to get rid of. So um, <laughs> stupid. So anyway, can I go back to my synopsis, <laughs> yeah, please and thank you? Yeah, go okay. for it. Keep going. Keep going. So I'm sorry. yeah, so these these gays break up, and Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, starts dating Paul, and Tammy says, 
okay, I gotta get some revenge. But she takes it out on Paul? Starts running against Paul in the election? What? Crazy. Tammy's Tammy's a little bit of a weirdo, okay? And that reveals itself throughout the film. She's a bit strange. Cool gal. I'd probably be friends with her, but she's mm. a little weird, you know? Got some head problems. Mm. I don't know what they are, but she's too got... Too round. Too round. Head's too round. Yeah, her head is... Well, yeah, the doctors have said that her head is... There is actually a 10-minute scene where she goes <laughs> to the doctor's office. I was hoping we'd approach like, this this 10-minute yeah, interlude of, of uh, uh, craniology, the ancient yeah. Nazi, Nazi science of, of craniology. So weird that they wanted to bring that in. Like... And, like, like, the doctor had a swastika armband on. I don't know why, like, they thought that that was okay. Wait, we watched two completely different movies. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, if you guys haven't picked up on it, Ryan's really stupid. I'm going to continue <laughs> hey. with my synopsis. <laughs> I was writing stuff down. Okay, so. Down, you wrote down, your notes ended 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm writing new notes, okay? He says, let me just say the last thing in Ryan's notes just says, also one of my notes just says vintage porn. <laughs> and we should talk about That's that, okay? Note. What we, about should it? Should we talk about it? Because he, I think we have we have some major story points to get we to. We have a lot of other <laughs> yeah. very important stuff. Okay, all right. But you guys got to think about the little things, too. I'm a, I'm a guy who likes to focus on the little things. Yeah, and I would love for you to interject, but just, you know, make sure you do it at the time. So Matthew Broderick and his wife are friends with the wife of the the, the teacher who boned Reese Witherspoon mm. and it now works in a store. <laughs> um, so they're friends he's, with her. and That guy's name is Dave Novotny. Dave Novotny, thank you. And his wife, Linda Novotny. Yeah, yeah. And Matthew Broderick and his wife, they're friends with her. So they go over sometimes. And Matthew Broderick... Is pretty into this Linda Novotny. Oh, yeah. He likes to check out her ass, and that means that he's in love with her. So, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, Lin- see, Linda had a kid with Dave. That's his name, right, Ryan? Is that his name, Dave? Dave Novotny. Yeah, Dave Novotny. Linda and Dave Novotny had a kid, and so Matthew Broderick's wife, Diane... Linda. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Diane. Nice. Diane. Thank you. Diane is like, let's have a baby. Problem is, Matthew Broderick, not into this Diane chick. He's like, who's this? Like, it's 1999, so hating your wife is sort of like, you know, it's like playing squash or or getting your. But she did seem kind of flat, you know? And I not, thought not she physically, was, I, I just she mean, very, I meant personality-wise. Yeah, I thought she was gotta, very beautiful, and honestly, Ryan, I think she didn't have a single line in the whole movie, so I don't know why <laughs> you would even know anything about her personality. She did have a few, and it was fill me up while they were yeah, banging. Yeah, that's all Ooh, she said was fill me yeah, up she over and say, over again. She said her two, her two lines of dialogue were dirty talk, and they were fill me up and great job. <laughs> yeah, he comes in her barely, and she says, great job. <laughs> You were so good in that coming session, hun. So, Great. so that's gonna so, haunt me forever. So they're fucking. He's fucking his wife in bed, and with the, the, no the movie, condom. 
with no condom. This dude's having the time of his life. Hello? And these faces keep floating in. Linda's face comes in and she's going, fill me up, fill me up. Literally, they all say, fill me up. Tracy comes in. She's going, fill me up, fill me up. <laughs> this guy's a fucking nutcase, bro. I don't know, I don't know like, what else to say. <laughs> He's scary. This Matthew Broderick character is terrifying. This is like American Beauty. This is like exactly like American Beauty. Which was also coincidentally released in 1999. We're going to talk about it in like two weeks. <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, no, this guy is. It's. I mean, it's a really groundbreaking film to to you know groundbreaking idea to have a guy think about another woman while having sex with his wife. I mean, it's insane. It's unprecedented. It's really bold and and cunning. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever done that before. I'm just glad no, that we like, live in a on. time that has the technology to like actually visualize that instead of, you know, before, before that technology, they'd have, you know, it'd be like a Hitchcock movie and, you know, it'd be like, uh, you know, James Mason or whoever the hell, uh, and he's like a detective and then he's having sex with this woman and, and they didn't have the CGI to make the other faces. So it would, you know, cut to Alfred Hitchcock and he'd walk out and he'd be like, you have to know right now that he's thinking of another woman. You think that's what Hitchcock sounded like? <laughs> that was a spot-on Hitchcock impression. <laughs> sounded maybe like a C-grade version of Christopher Walken. It sounded like best. a very tired Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that you know that was the world before CGI. That was the world is even in movies he didn't direct. Alfred Hitchcock, he'd be like in Heat, and he'd be like, De Niro's thinking about another woman. <laughs> It's like a sad Christopher Walken, man. Yeah, what is this? I hate this voice that he's putting on. He's just like, please kill me. Please. It's my Hitchcock please impression. Everybody's got a good Hitchcock impression. Really yeah, good. you guys want to hear my Obama? <laughs> Let me hear it. No. Yes. Say yes. Say yes. Yes, yeah. Si se puede. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what the fuck is up, you guys? It's me, Barack insane obama i'm coming <laughs> was it I fucking really crazy that he got inaugurated at the gathering of the juggalos wasn't it crazy that he won by stealing a slogan from caesar chavez and nobody called him out for it until to, to this day nobody cares at all i think that's crazy well he translated he borrowed it. it he translated it it's the same shit bro <laughs> it's the same he, tra he translated <laughs> it doesn't matter that it's a different language it's different words <laughs> Did you guys know that Vanilla Ice performed at Gathering of the Juggalos more than any other band? <laughs> no, I did not know That's that. That's awesome. All right, so back to the movie. <laughs> I think that I, I brought it back because I think that with that statement, we got as far from this film as we possibly could. <laughs> um, so, so, Matt Broderick, what's his first name? Something McAllister? Uh, I want to say David. Let me pull it up. <laughs> you think everyone's David, man? It's Jim. Jim McAllister. Okay. Jim McAllister. So this guy, Jim McAllister, he's into this Linda chick. He starts going to hang out with Linda all the time. Right? He yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. He goes. They go to the mall. She's putting on lipstick. They're having a little fun date, Ugh. right? And he Ugh. goes. They're coming back. This guy's still married to his wife, by the way, of God. course. Right? For they're coming now. back. 
Matthew Broderick goes, should we get a room? Because they're passing a motel. Linda goes, that's not funny. Which is untrue. And it's pretty funny. I, I think if he were saying that as a joke, that would be actually hilarious. But the problem is he was serious. Oh, he was yeah. Really, yeah, but that's really why serious. I think that scene was amazing. It was No, yeah, it was a good scene. Point yeah, is, end of story, right? Not going to happen. Point is, nah. Point is, Matt Broderick goes back to Linda's house. And he goes back to Linda's Linda house. Linda is telling Matt Broderick about how Dave was a bedwetter? What? I this is that's not me making that. a joke. That's really I forgot in the movie. about that. She goes, "Yep, tried his whole life, can't fix it." Matt Broderick goes, "Cool. <laughs> what do you want me to say?" <laughs> and then she gives him a real nice tender hug and they start to make out on the floor while the baby watches. The baby does watch. The baby watches. For some reason, the camera is sat at the baby's perspective. We are the yeah, baby. And where was the baby in the floating heads when uh, they're banging, huh? Jesus Nowhere fucking Christ, seen. Ryan. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Cut that God. out. You have to bleep that out. You have okay. to oh, God, dude. <laughs> okay. Point is, they start making out, okay? Linda says, hey, Matthew Broderick, hey, Jim McAllister. <laughs> After school, let's hang out again. Why don't you get a room 315 at 315 yeah. or 325? Why don't you get a room at that motel and we will fucking Netflix and chill in that bitch? I mean, we'll blockbuster there, I guess. <laughs> Hollywood video. Hollywood yeah, video. Hollywood video. And did they have that in Omaha fucking Nebraska? I thought it was yeah, Toledo. I don't know why you think Nebraska is like the middle of the desert. They have cities he and only, roads. He only watches Coen <laughs> Brothers movies. <laughs> These two were the He's first like, shit, nine. It's Fargo out there, man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but for real though. Um so they Matthew Broderick is at school and he's like he's uh, really excited to go fuck this lady later. He's, so he he is school. he is so excited and I think we can he's all pumped. empathize with this. Sure, yeah, she's hot. Hey, she's hot, man. She's sexy as fuck. And she's in, super chill. In a late 90s and he's in love sort with of her. Way, yeah. And he's in love with her, dude. He's like, totally she's got a really lo- nice <laughs> butt. <laughs> he wants to, like, <laughs> carve up those white caps, man. Yeah. Hey, Linda, I would love to move to California with you and shred the white sands of time. And by sands <laughs> of time, I mean the water. And by the water, I mean the ocean. I love you, Linda. Can I see your fucking ass? Can I see your trunk? <laughs> Point is, he's excited. He goes to Let me shred your wh- nar, man. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. <laughs> and Jeff Bridges okay. makes a cameo. It's just like, let me shred your nar, man. You just gotta like, like let it go. Dude. She told me she was, like, 18, man. So, anyway. Point is. Um, Matt Broderick, what does he... He, like, goes to... He gives his class a pop quiz and runs off to this motel. I think, he if I remember up, correctly... He goes into a Walgreens. He goes into a Walgreens. He, he gets the Russell Stovers. He gets Stovers. chocolates. He gets mm. the flowers. And then he goes back, and does he wash his feet? Was I... 
No, he washes his balls, man. Oh. He goes to the motel, washes his balls, sets yeah. everything up. Yeah. Then he gets stung by a bee. Yeah, that's straight the, in the eye. That's definitely he does well, get stung by a bee in the eye. <laughs> he yeah, because he goes back to school and then he comes back to Linda's house and Linda's nowhere to be found. Oh right, right, right. And he's searching around Linda's backyard. And a bee lands right on his eye and stands there without moving around at all, which is not something bees usually do. And then mm. he mm. smacks it, and it stings him on the eye. And so he looks, he looks like he got punched in the face or something for the rest of the film. And that's when he goes back and they do the ballot counting? Right. Um, um, well, there was a whole thing about them voting. So, uh, well, that's that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. Does he go? Because he goes and he waits at the motel. Yeah. And then does he go back home? And that is before the election. I don't it think is. it's very relevant when the election happened. I think we should just talk about the election. Point is, by the time the election begins, Matthew Broderick's life has crumbled. His wife. Uh, knows that he wanted to cheat on him with Linda, and he doesn't even get to because Linda told her. Um, mm. And so they're done, and uh, he's like, he comes back and does the election. He keeps calling Linda, and he's like, Linda, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she's like, we made a mistake. Good for you, mm. Linda. Yeah. You know, very strong, honestly. So I, I, I might, I might, I might switch the, uh, the verdict here. Uh, maybe it is a little woke, yeah. more woke than you were saying. You know? Yeah. Why are you cheering, Tino? I won. <laughs> Do you forget the whole like bait and switch where I came out at the oh end and I God. tricked you guys? God damn it! Fuck. Wow. Wow. Sparky's wow. not even here, man. He's playing Stardew freaking <clears throat> Valley. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm not. I closed the window. We're Let's talk election. about the candidates. Let's talk about the candidates. Let's talk about I them. think, and their allegories to uh, American political figures. I think uh, uh, Hillary, okay. uh, uh, Hillary Flick, as I like to call her. <laughs> okay. Or, uh, yeah. Whereas some of the boys down at the quarry say Hillary Prick. <laughs> All right. So does that mean that you're going to be calling? Um, is that mean you're gonna be calling him Paul Obama? <laughs> oh, Paul isn't Obama. Paul's like I don't know, Ron Paul maybe. I don't know. He's but, just sort of like. Oh, oh, right. It's the 2016 election. I right. Forgot. I mean, he doesn't so that, have to be. I mean, it could be like Bill. He could be Bill. Anybody can be Bill. <laughs> it's a very normal name. No, Billery. Billery. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not together though. They don't like each other. Well, he he likes everybody. He's such a dumbass. He, like, literally is in bed. Okay. There's this whole, like, prayer sequence. They all pray for shit. He's, like, praying for dumb shit. They go to school the next day. Tracy, he, prays, obviously, he also thanks God for his big penis. And I he think does. That's, was, it's just such, it's so sweet. He deserves it. You know, I think he's you, nice about it. If you take the time to thank God for your big penis, I think you deserve to have the big penis. He doesn't even say, he doesn't even call it big. He goes, he goes, and thank you for what I've been told is a large <laughs> penis. He's so humble. He's very humble. He's very Point humble. Is, he goes into the election the next day. Tracy, obviously, literally has a photo op ready, mm. votes for herself. Mm. She gets in there, votes, boom, 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 she's out. Paul gets in there, and it's not not so easy, is it? It's not, not so quite easy so easy, yeah. Paul thinks it's wrong to vote for himself. Oh, God. Paul, Paul is so dumb 
that he's actually good. Mm. Mm. And I would like to posit that mm. that is the thesis of this film. Oh, that people, being dumb is good. People are either yeah. dumb. First mm. of all, first of all, it's, it's a two-parter, and I'll tell you what the first part is. First of all, people are either dumb or they're evil. Second of all, all women are evil. Oh, <laughs> That's well, what this movie is trying to tell us. I, I have a counterexample. Um, Tammy Metzler, okay. the, the dark horse who gets in to get back at her girlfriend for uh, getting with her brother yeah. to get back yeah, at and, and I'd give you that. Her. I'd give you that, Sparky. Except for that, the movie makes a point of showing us that Tammy, at once she's been sent off to Catholic school, mm. has fallen in love with this Jennifer girl mm, and has course. immediately fallen as deep in love as she was with Lisa. And Lisa, as we know, was not the one. Right, right. So they even make a point of showing the same exact shot of them on the swing together. <laughs> yes, so. yeah. But this time it's like with a Super 8 montage, which... Uh, confirms that they're both gay because I think I think once you reach a sufficient level of of woman love, things just sort of look like they're in Super Eight. I think that's true, but my point with Tammy is that she is <laughs> think unstable. I think she's unstable, think... <laughs> and I know sure. that doesn't make her evil. I know that doesn't make her evil. I'm not saying that. You know, we no, her libertarian politics makes her evil, not think, her gayness. I think. She is at some serious risk of becoming a violent criminal. Oh, Crimes of passion. Right, right. Yeah. She's going to, you know, burn down a baseball stadium. And it, when you look at that face, are you telling me that is not the face of an arsonist? I think it's the face of an arsonist. She looks terrifying. Yeah. This, she's got she's black like, hair. Yeah, she's she like doesn't a, put she daisies looks... in her hair. She doesn't no. have flower garlands at midsummer. No. And you know um, what? When I walk carol, past her in the hallways, not... when I walk past in the hallways, she never smiles at me. She doesn't even smile. What's up with that? I bet she Most wouldn't even make a brisket. Most of the other girls at school are so nice. I bet she wouldn't and even she's... make a brisket for Shabbat. She's all mean to me when I mm. walk past her in the hallway. Right. What's up with that? Frankly. Mm. Is she mean to you, Ryan? I can't see him. What's happening? He's he's not saying a word. He just <laughs> opened his mouth. Were you paying attention, Ryan? <laughs> you know, I really wish I could, but the only thing I caught from that was the fact that she didn't even make a brisket for Shabbat, which is the truest tragedy of all. Ryan, if this podcast is going to work out, you have to be full cockballs deep in this. You can't be on your phone. You have to be fucking shaking and veiny, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Sparky, it sounded like at the beginning of this podcast, you were uh, you were trying to play Stardew Valley. I yeah, said remember, I'm, remember who I got said him I was to full stop? cocked. Remember Me. who got said him to I stop? Me. And I got him to stop. Yeah, Ryan, you got him to stop, and now here we are. And now hypocrite. you're and now you're just having your little brisket daydream <laughs> when we're trying <laughs> to talk about how about Tammy Metzler didn't smile at us even though we're men. Okay, guys, can we please get back to this plot? I would like to please. finish the podcast so that the three of us can continue on our album titled Brisket Daydream. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to cut off a slice? Do you want to cut off a slice of Brisket Daydream? <laughs> yeah, can we give them a little taste? 
Yeah, we'll give him a little taste, a little burn end. Huh? All right, yeah. Burn end gonna, of the brisket. I'll start, yeah. I'll start with the. I'll start with a little baseline for the. Oh, boys. I was gonna do the baseline. Oh no, yeah, no. You have a deeper. You have a deep, soothing voice. You go for it, man. <laughs> dum da dum da dum da dum 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 brisket love ba dum ba dum ba dum love my brisket guys this album's not gonna work out guys <laughs> guys i think we should stick with the podcast <laughs> you guys didn't I like listening both to both of them are rough <laughs> i lay okay. down a sweet barbershop barbershop baseline and ryan comes in now apparently full cocked and talking about wanting to fuck their brisket so i really don't know what's going on anymore all right we're almost through this movie, and then we can finally go to bed. It's, it's almost three in the afternoon, and that is my time. <laughs> we, we can be freed from this hellscape. Yeah. So let's talk about this, uh, this counting the ballots, because that's the next big thing, mm, right? Hanging chads, really. Yeah. Chads all over the place, and he <laughs> is out for blood. James, James McAllister comes to the room where they do the counting. Mm. He's looking all fucked up. He's all mad. He's still got the bee sting on his eye. Mm. The kids are scared of him. They say, hey, Mr. McAllister, we got to do the, the, the vote count. So we're going to do our vote count, and then you do yours. We do two independent counts. Those are the rules, Mr. Double McAllister. Double blind, yeah. He goes, okay, fine. Gets out of there. Goes to call Linda again. Yikes. She picks up, and she says, I'm never talking to you again. Something we to We made effect. a mistake exactly he goes back to the room and you will never guess who won the boys count mm. tracy flick tracy no, do i know how many votes than. she won by how many Uno. votes a single one vote? fucking vote one wow. fucking vote wow which means that it was paul himself who made her win curiouser and curiouser twas not god that killed the beast matthew broderick stares at this kid who just told him that this minor who he wants to sleep with is about to win a position that will put him very much in proximity of him and he starts freaking out a bit Mm. he says okay i'll do the recount fine he does the recount and he comes out with the same numbers tracy's winning (laughs) now what is he Mm. gonna do What's he going to do? What's he going to fucking do? Let's talk about options. What could he have done? Oh, yeah. What were his choices? Let's choose his adventure. All right. Can I get a round of applause for accepting the numbers as is? Can I get a round of applause? (laughs) All right. Yeah, that's the best one. That's That's the only answer. That's That's the the only answer. answer. Yeah. Or can I get a round of applause for number two? Uh, Rigging the election, making Paul win, and fucking over Tracy Flick. Yeah. Round of applause for that. Yeah. Yeah. Silence yeah. crickets. Kick him know. out. Get him out of here. Get that guy out of here. Get that guy out of here. Security. Security. Bring Security. Back the Security. gold standard. Can silence me? He's down. He's down. All right. Bring All right. back bimetallism. Anybody else? Anybody else want to cheer for rigging the election? <laughs> and of course, the third option, potpourri. <laughs> Woo, I, I knew you would like that one, Sparky. Great joke. But <laughs> thank yeah, you. Tino, thank great you, potpourri thank you. joke. Well, thank you very much. 
so point is, <laughs> I'm sure the audience has guessed what, what choice Matthew Broderick made, yeah. which is that he did rig it. He throws yeah. away the ballots. Mm. Tracy wins by two. But let me tell you, that kid who I have lovingly dubbed Chad, oh. he smells something a little fishy. Mm. That kid who did the first count, he's like, man, I counted 803 ballots. Now there's only 801. I have a calculator in my brain, so I know I'm right. Mm. That that is that is something I wanted to bring up. Actually, is the kid who did the original count was pretty goddamn cocksure about his count. I mean, there were like five hundred something votes, and he was just he was just backing himself. I appreciate the confidence, but but man, like, I think it's very unrealistic. I think when I was in high school, if a teacher had told me that I didn't go there. I would have believed them. <laughs> if old Tim Stiven walked up to you and said, get downtown, get to downtown, you go downtown. Yeah, now. you go to the downtown school. You go to, you go to downtown high. And I go, oh, Mr. Stiven, it's pretty, it's pretty scary down at the downtown school. All That's the kids where you fucking belong. Mean. That's where you fucking belong, huh? Mr. Stiven. That's where you fucking belong. You think I don't know who belongs at my goddamn school? This is my kingdom. I've never even had a class with you before, Mr. Stiven. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think made that happen, huh? Oh Who do you think God. made that happen? It was I think I got a C. I think I got sorry, a B. Sorry, Ryan, were you trying to butt in there? Yeah, I were got a C in that in? class. You didn't raise your hand. <laughs> you did not, yeah, sorry. so I didn't, I didn't get that you hang were on, hang on, trying hang on. to talk. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Point is... <laughs> Matthew Broderick rigs the election, man, but he's not so smart about it. He's pretty sloppy. Yeah, he throws those ballots away right in his trash can in his own classroom. In the same room where he has apparently just recently spilled takeout Chinese food. Where is his email? Huh? Where's the email? What are you talking about? (laughs) I I was saying, like, where are her emails? We got to find her email. Yeah, I got it. But, uh... Where are the emails, Matt? Jim? Point is, he comes this in. This was his to Benghazi. Work. This was his Benghazi, and he comes into work the day after his Benghazi, and the principal says, You fired. Mm. He's done so. Paul doesn't win the election. Matthew Broderick does not pass go. Does but not he does, collect $200. But he does go to New York, goddamn city. Yeah. Am I forgetting anything before the epilogue? Uh, no, I think that was about it. I think his life was destroyed, so he he up and went to to the Big Apple, the large the large um, the large Apple, mm. and uh, and uh, they he got he got found out. He got fired. Uh, Tracy Tracy won the election fair and square. Um, a lot of I mean, write-ins. she did lie and cheat. I want to point out she did lie she and did cheat. She did steal. She did steal all of the all of the uh, uh, all of the posters, and then uh, Tammy fell on the fucking grenade for an unexplained reason. I mean, yeah, that you know, never really havoc, made sense. I guess no, because she knew she was going to go to boarding school with an all like an all girls boarding, oh, boarding school. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. That's smart. Yeah. Wow. Has Ryan been smart the shit, whole man. time? No, man. No. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's called the exception that proves the rule. Mm. Fuck so you guys. So Matthew Broderick goes... Okay, 
so there's before Matthew Broderick goes to New York, there's like some very brief character recaps for like Paul mm. and some of the other people, right? Yeah. Paul's really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, the rest no. of them are pretty normal. Paul's was quite odd due to one moment. What's that? So he's talking about how he graduated and he got into the school mm. he wanted to and he rushed a frat. Mm-hmm. And then he says, maybe if I had been student body president and mm. all this is, ha- is being said over narration mm-hmm. with just B-roll of him partying in the background, supposedly with his frat. Pretty chill he party, goes, too. Very, very fun, chill party. And he says, in the narration, he says, maybe if I had one student body president, I wouldn't even be here. And then I wouldn't have gone to Yosemite with my boys. <laughs> and then the narration stops, and he looks directly in the camera and says, maybe I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Because not everybody can be I free did. solo, man. I Dude. did remember that. I did remember that. That was really, yeah, no. It really, because honestly, like, literally the line before when he was like, maybe I wouldn't have gone to Yosemite with my boys. I thought it was about to be a twist where he did die. <laughs> and <laughs> that would have made more sense than the choice that they made. <laughs> I, it just, you, that rubbed you the wrong, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good, uh, good joke. But why did he say it? Why did he so say it rather than and his, random. But why did he say it rather than his narration saying it? None of the other characters did that. To fuck with you. To fuck with you. That was that. Sometimes directors will put in things to fuck with you if you watch their movie high, thereby disrespecting it. So if you watched it at all intoxicated and that happened, you you'd have lost your mind. That's so true. He'd be like, he'd be like, maybe I wouldn't have gone to Yosemite. And yeah, but this I director have done shrooms with my boys, and then maybe I'd be dead. <laughs> the director, and, and then he looks right at Cameron and he says, "Maybe you'd be dead, Tino." <laughs> and then he looks at the other camera, and a tear rolls down his face. <laughs> the director directed on downsizing. The you guys see he, downsizing? Oh, I did not see we're downsizing. So, actually, we're so close to the end, Brian. We're so close. Please, we God, to talk please. About. Listen, Matthew Broderick is doing so well in New York City. He's, he's doing got a very girlfriend. Well. He's got a girlfriend who is way cooler, mm. way hotter than Diane, mm. and she doesn't even know about any of the bad shit he did. So he's fine. He's like chilling. And he sees Tracy once in New York and he loses his shit. He throws his soda at her he car. He throws his soda at, at her car. Uh, she's doing very well. She's getting out yeah. of like the Ritz and into a limo with the senator. Yeah, she did. I still think I'd probably hate the fuck out of her. She's very <laughs> annoying. Mm. Well, she came to that realization when she was at college. She was like, I'm going to have so much fun in college and then realized it was just a bunch of stoners in the hallway. Right, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Director's cut, Paul's fucking dead. Paul's <laughs> gone. Paul, yeah, yeah. In, Director's in the- cut, the whole epilogue's cut out. We just cut to... A, a huge expansive shot of Yosemite slowly zooming in. It takes 20 minutes, and when you finally get to the end, you see Paul's dead body at the bottom of the mountain. That's Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I, I think that that's probably true. So, milk or Merlot? All right, milk that's a great question. Merlot is this one is a, a milk or a Merlot? You I know, 
I might have a bit of a unpopular opinion for this. Hit me. You're gonna say it. Merlot, or are you gonna say I'm, milk? I'm gonna say a Merlot. I'm gonna say I'm Merlot gonna as well. I thought it's like this is very much. Uh, I think that this is a great movie to watch if you wanted to watch American Beauty, but you didn't want to support Kevin Spacey anymore. Yes, or like if you wanted to watch American Beauty, but you haven't been in a hot topic before, so you're not <laughs> ready for that aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little less moody, but it still has yeah. the high school sexualization. It's it's a good movie. I think it's honest. Okay, well, I, I'm going to say that a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> careful, careful. I think it's a fine film. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. I it's The script is pretty not funny. Like, there were a couple jokes that laughed that made me laugh. The jokes weren't the laughing jokes at all. Laughed, dead dead yeah. silent. <laughs> um, but I do think it was legitimately very progressive. I think it was ahead of its time, honestly. And I think that many could probably... Watch it well, from today's. Well, I think. I think. Well, well, I'm, I I'm still talking. It's... I'm still talking. I'm still talking. I am an interject. I, I think many could watch it from today's standpoint and read it as a movie that's made by men about these men who uh, get away with everything that happens to them. But I think that it's actually what Sparky was saying earlier about how it's like a really, really. A truthful representation of the way that men sort of uphold and protect each other in the system. Mm. And it's pretty cool. Uh, directed by Alexander Payne, who also did Sideways and uh, Nebraska. And Downsizing. And, and, and Downsizing, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to push back about ahead of its time, I think, because so many other movies this that came out this year touched on very similar topics i think it i would say it's very much of its time that's but i i'm not just topic wise i guess i think if you take a look at the stance that the film takes sure like even though it's we're we're like coming at the movie mostly from the bad guy's perspective mm. i think the film is like pretty supportive of uh good things mm. yeah fine movie it's all right. All right. Yeah, give me like a six out of ten. You know, a, a six out of ten from from Ryan. What yeah. if that was our whole podcast? Is just like, you know, we spend two hours talking and waiting for for Ryan to give it a rating, and whenever whenever Ryan rates it, that's when the podcast ends. So that's what this podcast is for me. I actually have my own. Sorry, this is sorry. This is a really private thing that I'm about to share with you guys. So. Can this please be the finale of the episode? Because well, we're gonna have like... to talk about next next week's episode. Right, right, right. Okay, so this is the finale in a way. You know, don't sort of sure. rain on my parade. Um, I have my own version of Rotten Tomatoes that I coded myself. That's just sort of an amalgamation of different reviews Ryan has mm -hmm. done for the same <laughs> film. Yeah, he it's likes Ryan's to do it. Tomatoes. He, yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's, tomatoes. <laughs> Ryan's tomatoes. He likes yeah. to do it. I told him about it, and he just immediately went to town beefing it up. He's got almost every movie on there. So if anyone's interested, just send me a fax. <laughs> yeah, you can also reach me directly at uh, Ryan at Google Plus. <laughs> yeah, and his social security number is five four four. Five. We're gonna cut this out. Nine. We're gonna cut one, this out. One, one, one. <laughs> All right, well, that's yeah, it for election. Next week. Next week, yeah. next week episode, uh, coming in at 98 
on the 1999 domestic box office is Corrupter. It's a, wow. It's a new Can you line. give us a little, who's it by, who's in it? I've never heard of it. Yeah, uh, it is uh, directed by James Foley, who you will all remember uh, from At Close Range and uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, two okay. classics. Um, and uh, is that Mark thought, Wahlberg? I see. No. It is yeah, Mark it Wahlberg is. and and Yun Fat Chow. And oh, uh, that's cool. Chow Yun Fat is actually the idiot. correct way to say uh, that. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Yo, Brian um, Cox, love me some Brian Cox. Uh, the the uh, the 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 log line is with the aid from a New York City policeman, top immigrant cop. Uh, tries to stop drug trafficking and corruption by immigrants, uh, immigrant Chinese triads, but things get complicated when the triads try to bribe the policemen. Interesting. You think they're called the triads because they're trying so much different shit? Wow, wow. <laughs> Might try this over here. Might try this over here. <laughs> Might try this over here. Some upcoming bits to look forward to next week. Um, introducing a new bit by me, Ryan's Raps. Got that look to look forward to. Then followed shortly after is is uh is it woke? Also, uh, we're gonna name the fucking podcast. We need to do that. We're three. Maybe. Ep- we're gonna be three episodes in, and we need to name the podcast. Maybe. And then ending with Milk or Molo as the final uh, review right, point. Can we stop? And obviously please Ryan's God, tomatoes. Please, God. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Walk on, Jamaica. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>